0: Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference.
1: Today we're going to finish out John chapter 16. We're going to be in verses 25 through 33. Jesus is going to make some more references to the world, and he's going to leave his disciples with tremendous hope. Before we jump into the text, I want to thank The Family Leader for being our 2023 Daily Dose Devotion sponsor. You can learn more about The Family Leader in the announcements at the end of this devotion. And as always, thank you to The Family Leader for their support. Jesus is continuing to talk to his disciples, minus Judas, between the Last Supper and his betrayal, arrest, and crucifixion. Verse 25, I have said these things to you in figures of speech, which, by the way, is comforting for us to read, because if you're having a hard time totally and clearly understanding exactly what Jesus is saying in these texts, that's okay, because he's using figures of speech, he's not speaking plainly. But he continues, "'The hour is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figures of speech, but will tell you plainly about the Father.'" In other words, there are some things Jesus is going to tell them about God, presumably after the resurrection, that are going to be much easier for them to understand. In fact, three or four days from when Jesus is saying these things, they're going to naturally have way more understanding just by virtue of the fact that they will have lived through his crucifixion and his resurrection. There'll be light bulbs going off, ahas, dots being connected, and Jesus is going to speak more plainly to them about the Father. One of the scenes that pops into my mind where this happens is after the resurrection when he talks to the guys on the road to Emmaus and explains everything going back to the Old Testament to them and how this all had to happen. I'm sure there are other conversations like that that aren't recorded in Scripture. Continuing in verse 26, In that day you will ask in my name. Here Jesus is referring back to what he was talking about regarding prayer to the Father in Jesus' name in the previous text. And he goes on to say, And I do not say to you that I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. Now, this is fascinating and it indicates that something fundamental about the nature of prayer is going to change after the resurrection of Christ and after the coming of the Holy Spirit. Yes, his disciples will pray to the Father in Jesus' name, but Jesus isn't going to have to pray to the Father on their behalf in the same way that he did before the Holy Spirit came. In those days after the Holy Spirit being poured out on all believers, which started at Pentecost, 40 days after Jesus' resurrection and continues today, that any believer who puts their faith and trust in Christ will be filled by the Spirit, and anybody who puts their faith and trust in Christ has direct access to the Father. Disciples of Christ will both be led internally by the Spirit about what they should pray about, and they'll have access to the throne room of God the Father through faith in the risen Jesus Christ, which therefore means that Christ's role in praying on behalf of his disciples will be different. And that's not to say that Jesus doesn't advocate for his disciples to the Father, even still, today, it's just to suggest that something fundamental about the need for that now compared to how it operated prior to the Holy Spirit being poured out on believers and prior to the resurrection of Christ, something has changed. Jesus continues in verse 28, I came from the Father and have come into the world and now I am leaving the world and going to the Father. Here's another reference to the world. The world that doesn't trust Christ naturally. The world that hates Christ naturally. The world out of which Christ has taken the disciples. Obviously, not literally yet at this point, but figuratively, they've become believers in Christ, and he's taken them out of the world in the sense that they're not like the world that hates him and that rejects him. And his disciples appreciate this clarity about coming to the world and now leaving the world and going back to the Father. Verse 29, his disciples. Said, Ah, now you are speaking plainly and not using figurative speech. Now we know that you know all things and do not need anyone to question you. This is why we believe that you came from God. So these guys are hearing this and saying, Okay, 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 we get it, we get it. Thank you for speaking plainly to us, finally. (laughs) They have no idea what's about to go down. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Behold, the hour is coming, indeed it has come, when you will be scattered, each to his own home, and you will leave me alone. Yet I'm not alone, for the Father is with me. And here Jesus is referring to what's going to happen in the immediate future. He's going to be betrayed by Judas, he's going to be arrested, the disciples are going to scatter and hide, and Jesus is going to be alone. And he says, Yet I'm not alone, for the Father is with me. Finally, verse 33, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. This is another one of those statements, like, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen ahead of time, so that when it happens, it actually builds your faith. It actually gives you peace in the midst of the chaos that's about to happen, because I told you it was going to happen, and that should give you some semblance of stability in the hours and days ahead finally, Jesus says, in this world, you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And this is a tremendously confidence bolstering statement by Jesus. Guys, you have no idea the tribulation you're going to face, just even here in the next few minutes. That's the nature, disciples, of living in the world. You're going to have tribulation, but take heart, because I have overcome the world. In other words, anything that gets thrown at you, disciple of Christ, has no ultimate say in your life because you're connected to me and because of your connection to me, the one who has overcome the world, you are going to be fine. These words, of course, were spoken to the disciples about 2,000 years ago, not to us today, but those of us who trust Christ receive the same benefit from the same promise. And I don't have to tell you, friend, that in this world, you'll have tribulation. Going back to yesterday's text, I don't have to tell you that there will be sorrow and lament in this life, but we can take heart because Jesus, the one we trust in, the one we're hanging it all on, has overcome the world. And just like the disciples experienced in part the joy of seeing Jesus alive again three days after he was crucified, all of us who trust Jesus are awaiting the final fulfillment of that promise of joy for those who trust him, redeemed and glorified, alive forever in the new heavens and new earth with our Savior, who came from the Father to this world, overcame this world, and went back to his Father to prepare a place for us, And if you can't have a great day after being reminded of that, I don't know what can give you a great day. Thanks for tuning in. Come back for more next time.
0: This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, perfectly consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast airing on stations around the world since 1936 and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our Daily dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.